For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What up? This is Robert Ory. Or three-pointer. You might know me as Big Shot Bob. So Ory for three. Oh, unbelievable. This guy is off the charts. What's going on, Big Shot Bob? Robert Ory from All right, show number two this week is the shoot-around. A day after Leap Day. That is uh, B-Dog Brandon Harper. I'm Rob Jenners. That's seven-time NBA champion and YouTube star Robert Ory. Um, <laughs> Leap, Leap Day is always super weird to me. Oh, my goodness. That we have a day once every four years that just doesn't exist <laughs> the other three years. I don't know why. Something about Leap Day just always screws me up. It's like the fake day. Ain't Halliburton born on leap year? Yeah, there's a there's actually a bunch of people that know, have leap day birthdays. Chucky, how how does Chucky that Brown work? Was, Chucky Brown was born on leap year. Was he it? just celebrates uh, um, the first. If it's not, if it's okay, no yeah, I year. figure you got to go forward or back, right? Like either you're mm-hmm. celebrating on the twenty eighth or the first, but you can't. Yeah. yeah. So March first, he was celebrating his birthday on March first. It has he something. Was smart, that, I would celebrate both days. <laughs> yeah, the twenty eighth. Okay, give me both. Yeah, get both. Yeah, I get to straddle yes. the day that doesn't exist. B, to yeah. answer your question, I, I think it has something to do with kind of recalibrating the calendar every four years just to make sure that our seasons and stuff stay on time because otherwise we would be dri- – like like the rotation of the earth isn't exactly 365 days. It's like 365.2 or something like that. So Let me if we just, just say this. always made it 365, eventually summer would be in the winter, winter would be in the summer. It would rain cats and dogs. Yeah. If you are a smart person – and this is mostly going out to the men. And if you're about to get married, you should get married on February 29th. Oh, hell yes. I promise you, <laughs> you there are people that tried to do that. I hey, promise you, you yesterday, a shit ton of people got married because they're like, I only got a once every four years. I got to spend money on a gift every four years. Exactly. Yeah, sign but me you up. Know exactly, man. You should get married February 29th. <laughs> the ultimate anniversary. Let me go up here and tell Candace, like, yo, We're let's, getting, get let's redo our vows on yeah, February 29th. And then I ain't got to hear your ass be for four years. Wedding day. You forgot our anniversary. It doesn't exist this year. I didn't forget <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. One topic we did not get to on the Tuesday show uh, that I did want to play was this audio of Draymond Green. Um, and I, by the way, do you guys listen to Draymond's podcast at all? Nah, I, I, all it's, I see is like the clips. It's yeah. good. Like he's, he's really good. He does a very good job. For however much mm-hmm. of a hothead he gets to be on the court sometimes and just makes me want to scream. As a commentator, and when he has a point to make, he's very well spoken, uh, very eloquent, very smart. Uh he does a really, really good job. But he he brought up Anthony Edwards because he really likes Anthony Edwards as a player. Like he's just mm-hmm. like this guy's got, and we've talked about it on the show before. Yeah. The upside of Anthony Edwards is just outstanding. But he really didn't like the way he played during the All-Star game. Like, he didn't like the goofing off and the, uh, like, I'll let him say it, but you'll get his point here. And so to play defense backwards, to shoot left-handed threes, I thought that was a little 
outlandish. I thought it was a little crazy. And like I said, a little disheartening just because of who he is, who we all think he is going to be to this league. A part of being the face in the NBA is also being a steward of the game. As the face of the NBA, you're kind of in direct partnership with the NBA to continue to move this thing forward. And maybe Anthony Edwards doesn't want to be the face of the NBA. Because everybody don't want that. And I get it. If Anthony Edwards is who I think he is, somebody needs to be teaching him that. Actually, an extremely valid point, I think. You know, uh, but the counter that is, it's that everybody that was in those locker rooms. You think about it, nobody in there took it serious, so why should he? You know, you follow your leaders. If you come out and you're taking half-court shots, you're taking shots from the other end of the court, he's going to look at his elders and like oh you're not taking it serious so why should i and so you have to get this is everybody who played in the all-star game who didn't come out and play hard so you cannot blame anthony Edwards. he's just following the lead that's what you do and you you know and i said this about uh you know think about this if kobe was in the all-star the way he approaches games the way Allen Iverson was in this all-star the way he approaches games you know you see the clips where he's joking around with guys gonna get minutes but these guys when they step on even Carmelo Anthony these guys they compete they want to show you what they can do they're not coming out you know shooting bombs so it's about the path that you're leading so you know I understand what Draymond is saying but you know Draymond you got to tell your boy Steph who was on the all-star team you got to tell your boy LeBron who was on the all-star AD Play hard, and there was a follow that that mode, and these issues be resolved. Yeah, I, who who are, who are the other guys that a lot of people talk about when they when they start talking about facing in the next faces Shea. of the league? That's Shay, 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 Jason Tatum, maybe Tatum. They don't really talk about Jason like they should. Well, Which, Jason's name that, has come up. Yeah. He's that's been a, that's been this week's been. Yeah. A, there's been a bunch yeah. of stuff about that this week. Here's mm-hmm. my thing. I, Ant is 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He ain't even in his prime yet. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't take from what I saw in the All-Star game, because he told you what he was going to do. The man told you the whole time he's going to try to shoot left-handed it, throughout this whole – even in, I think, the uh, – was it the skills challenge he was in? I don't remember. He was in one of the challenges where it required you to knock down a three to move to, to the next – Thing. That would have been a skill challenge. Yeah, he was shooting left-handed. Yeah. He told you what he was gonna do, and the simple fact that the matter is, I think he's a few years away anyway mm-hmm. from being the face of the league. But I'm telling you this right here: the way he plays during the regular season, you know, we wouldn't be talking about Anthony Edwards if he wasn't him. If if Anthony Edwards doesn't at, at this young of an age, at 22 years old. If he was not, he has his team as the number one seed in the West right now. Mm-hmm. Big reason. So he's a few years from being the face of the league anyway. But like you said, some of the guys that are ahead of him, everybody want to talk about Luka being the face of the, of the league. Luka didn't take that game seriously. No, I don't think anybody <laughs> took that game. They gave Dame Lillard an MVP for chucking up half-court shots. I they mean, shot a combined 100 and some yeah, hundred sixty-eight three-point attempts. Yeah. It was it was beyond stupid. I think Draymond's point though wasn't that nobody takes it seriously. It was just more that at some point, if you're going to be that guy, then mm-hmm. you should take it seriously. I think he will. I don't give a shit if anybody else does. 
Right. But at some point, if you want to be that guy, yeah. like Kobe, I audio, we didn't get to it like two weeks ago. I had audio of Kobe from God, I mean, probably five, six years ago saying, I wish these guys would go out and play because the NBA yeah. All-Star game is a freaking joke. And when I'm right. like to your point, Rob, you'd say when I got out there, I played my ass off because I wanted to show the best players in the world. I'm better than you mm-hmm. and I'm going to beat you and you ain't going to be able to stop me. So he always played hard. At some mm-hmm. point, someone is going to need to either turn that ship back that way for the All-Star game, or we're just going to have to blow the whole damn thing up and walk away from it. <laughs> yeah. I, and I think at some point in time, I won't hold it so much against him now, but I think I, I do think at you know everybody, that's what made Kobe so special. Everybody ain't Kobe. No. Um, but I do think, who's to say at 24, 25, Ant doesn't come in and say, y'all can joke all y'all want. I'm but play. I'm going to bust all y'all ass in this game. Yep. Yeah, I may have joked when I was 22, but when I'm 24, 25, and I'm at the beginning of that going up in my, into my peak, I'm, I'm I'm knocking all of y'all out. Y'all have all the fun y'all want, but I'm going to collect me a couple of MVPs in this game. Yep. And that was actually, there was a piece of the audio I didn't include there, which was Draymond's point early in the, in the conversation was, don't you want to win an All-Star Game MVP? Isn't that something that you would like to... Put your he name will. on a put your name on a trophy, right? So if you go out there and you play your game while everybody else is fucking around, guess what you're going to win? Yeah. Go ahead and just get your name into an MVP trophy for the All Star Game. Go ahead and do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get him. I, chose I understand not to. it. You're right. I, but uh, I get but it. everybody chose not to. So I understand both sides of the argument. I really. Do. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, one more piece of audio before we move on to questions. Um, I, I got some audio of, uh, of our big buddy Shaquille O'Neal here. Did a show with Allen Iverson on his podcast. And Dennis Rodman's name came up. And I just love hearing the rando stories behind the scenes of, like, shit that Dennis Rodman did. But I thought Shaq's Shaq's approach on Rodman is just perfect. You told me some stories now. This dude will come in. The meeting's at at 5.30. Like, you got to be there at 5.30, 45 minutes ago. He'll come in with 40 minutes on the clock eating chicken and rice, not paying attention. Doing in the middle of the meeting, take a cold shower. Not paying attention. We go out first, then he'll come out, give you 25 rebounds, stanking like a <laughs> put his clothes on, and go to the club and had the baddest woman I've ever seen in my life. He smelled like garbage truck water. <laughs> and he got models, he got models on him at the club. Like I, I, I was a party guy. I, I, I thought some party I had some thing, but I ain't never seen what I seen with Dennis Rodman. I was actually mad. Me and Uncle That's Roman. What I mean. Like he's with no, I was mad. Electra. Yeah, I, I was mad. Not because he had the girl. I'm like, this 
can't even wash his ass. <laughs> hey, Shaq forgot about something. He would literally finish the game, put his clothes on, and work out after the game, and then walk out. He forgot that part. He worked out so after he, every game. He would take a cold shower before, before the game. Before the game. Play the game, bust his ass, mm-hmm. rip up 25 boards. Mm-hmm. Not, work out. Not shower. Work yeah. out and go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and still have the most beautiful it, women you could even. I, I, I didn't, I've never seen him in the club. That boy sitting up there going out and about, smelling like the produce section at, at Publix. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shaq said he smelled like garbage truck water. Yeah. Well, that's like, another way to describe that's it. That's just too. right. But like, God, man, like, were you, did you ever play on a team with Dennis? Yeah. Okay. We all so you were, the you were there when yeah, he was, was okay. You were there when he was there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So what was your experience similar to that? Did you, it was, is, is he, is he right in his assessment of dude? It was because when he first started doing it, everybody was like, looking at it like, did this motherfucker just work out and leave? And then he put Carmen Electra on his arm and walk out. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Did he stink? I never got that close to him. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm I'm under the assumption. I'm under the assumption that he stunk. Yeah. That yeah. if he did all of that, then you know, I was played a game, worked out, and he just threw on some clothes and, and left. He ain't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. He he he'll alright. Yeah, he gonna be <laughs> gonna be a little stinky. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do some questions here. Question from Nick. There, there's two. Kevin Durant topics here. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull these two together here. But the question from Nick was, do you think Kevin Durant will finish his career in Phoenix? He said this week he loves the city and he wants to get in their ring of honor one day, but you gotta spend a long time trying to get recognition like that. Is he just saying that because he thinks it's what fans would want to hear, or do you think he's actually gonna stick it out in Phoenix? That's one of those questions I cannot answer because I don't I can. That man ain't staying in Phoenix. I'm gonna tell you this now. To get into the He's, ring of honor, forget all that. That's not happening. Uh, that ain't. Even, <laughs> that's that's not happening. Okay. He, he's going through some of the same things now that he did in Brooklyn. Why? Because Bradley Bill is hurt. He can't stay healthy. It's one of them big three that is never going to be able to stay healthy enough for you all to play together long enough. Now they played together longer as a big three than what he ever did with Kyrie and James Harden in Brooklyn, which is wild because they were together four seasons, but Bradley Bill is, is, is the China doll that's broken right now and he can't stay healthy. So you're kind of seeing remnants of, of what happened in Brooklyn. So my thing is, after a while, when you go there, you go there to win titles, right? You didn't go there to pair up with Devin Booker and Bradley Beal just to say, hey, let's hang out, shoot a couple of hoops, and we can go paint the town red. No, we came here to win. But he's not going to be able to win without those other two guys. And they don't play good enough defense to to kind of supplement that. So guess what's going to happen in year two, three of this? Well, this is year two, isn't it? But it's year two, okay? Maybe I, I say after next season, you're going to be hearing rumblings about, well, how long KD going to stay? KD's unhappy. I don't, I, KD doesn't think he can win here. Same story, different city. And I'm not blaming KD, but all this stuff we've heard about, we've heard about this with Golden State. We've heard this stuff before. It's the same song. It's just played by a different band. So when all of the, I don't care nothing about all that. He, you know what he's gonna do? 
He gonna reti- he gonna try to go back to Oklahoma City, where it all started, and retire there. It's a good. I, I, that's a good just what I believe. No, I I think you got a point. He's not staying. And the Ring of Honor, bro, you might as well forget that. Dude, Ring of Honor is for players that spend, I mean, huge portions of their career in a city and accomplish for that city. Dude, this is your second, officially, second season. You didn't even play a full season last season. This is officially season two. You got eight more seasons and maybe a couple of titles before you get a shot at Ring of Honor? Bro, he's 30, what is he, 35? Yeah. And I know he's still playing very well, and obviously with his height, in fact, he can shoot the ball great. But as far as... You'd have to finish your career there, and you'd have to do it with with some fanfare, with some titles. Bro, you're on the back end of your career. Penis ain't winning no titles no time soon. (laughs) So you think KD, so okay, with that being said, how long do you think KD is going to be there, knowing that they're not going to win no time soon? You know, I don't know the, the, the... Parameters of getting in the ring on him there. So I didn't because when I was there, I didn't give a shit about get but only I gave a shit about was getting up out of there. So I, <laughs> I don't know what the, I don't know what the, what the process is. <laughs> I right, just now, don't see it. I do want to give him some credit to switch yes. to my other Durant topic. Mm-hmm. With the way that he handled that fan the other night. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. When yeah. they were running onto the court for pregame warm-ups, um, a woman screams, bitch! Like and he stops dead in his tracks mm-hmm. and turns and goes over and goes over. And it was a woman. And I'm, I'm going to assume her husband who mm-hmm. had the very, horse. very good seats. They were like second, third row behind the basket. Mm-hmm. And the first thing she does is she kind of like smiles and like puts her hand out like, Hey, I was kidding. I was just trying mm-hmm. to get your attention. At which point he talked to him for like probably about 30 seconds. Yeah. And then waved him off like, screw you, you're ridiculous people. Went out to do warm-ups. Yeah. Well, then here comes security. Security comes running around. They're going to remove these two people. He said no. He, he he came over. He said, no, 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 leave them. Leave them. They're fine. Mm-hmm. Just just leave them be. We're going to ignore yeah. them. We're going to ignore them. Just let them be. I thought that was like as, as well as that could have been handled by anybody. He handled that yeah. about perfectly. Yeah. 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 Like, so, show know, that to young of, players. Yeah. You see a lot of players. He said, "You suck." Oh, he said, "I suck." Get him out. I'm like, dude, yeah. come on, man. Yep. You know, for for him to handle it the way he did, I, you know, as much as grief as we give Katie about a lot of stuff, yeah, he handled this the best you ever going to probably ever see. Because players are, you know, you, you think about players get mad at other players for calling him a bitch. They get mad at other guys. You know, that was handled very well by him because he could have went back there and called her a bitch. Tossed yeah. her out and, and got her bounced. And, and, and then she's banned for, you know. Right. The rest and then of the, the story would have been Kevin Durant gets a woman thrown out of a game. Mm-hmm. Not not that she instigated anything, called him a bitch, and then he, but he, I mean, to his credit, kept his cool. Yeah. Kept it calm and even, had a conversation, and then said, no, no, no. Let them enjoy their game. And, and I'm, let them watch me uh, just run up on everybody. Here's the funny part about it. You know, a lot of people. They say those things hoping that the guys never hear. Mm-hmm. And they just ignore it because obviously Correct. you're a professional a- athlete. How did you know? I can say what I want. There's no way that you would ever come over and waste your time and address me. And we've seen that numerous times, even with Russell Westbrook. If he hear it, he's going to address it. And I get it because I don't care how much money you think I make. And I understand I have more to risk and to lose than you do. But you're just not going to get off scot-free saying whatever you want, however you want, whenever you want, and you think I'm not going to address it. And KD, 
And those idiots as sitting as close as they were. Oh, man. Bro, they running out on the court. You don't think he was going to hear that? There wasn't anybody out there. It was a sparse Uh-oh. little g- a group of people at best because it was pregame warm-ups. Yep. Everybody's still getting in the building, people getting food. Yeah, no, it was only, I think they were when they sh- when he turned back around to talk to him. I don't think I saw anybody else even in their section yet. They weren't. They, now they, they were just smile. there by themselves. And then it was like, ah, ha-ha, gotcha. <laughs> I was just trying to get your attention. Yeah. Nah, nah. I could have I, I could have turned your whole night <laughs> oh, around yeah. by kicking y'all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, game ain't started. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, this is pregame warm-ups, man. We're in warm-ups, man. We ain't even tipped off yet. Uh, but yeah, show that, by the way, take that video, show that to every young player in the league. They're like, this is how you got to handle this stuff. Do it with class, do it with dignity and respect. And if they cross the line, let them be the ass. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let me bring you a piece of audio, and then we'll close with a question. Kenyon Martin. Uh, I've heard stories about George Carl. Obviously, um, I don't know what's true and what isn't, but I've heard a lot of rumblings from a lot of players I've known over the years that uh, didn't didn't take too kindly to George Carl. Apparently, Kenyon Martin still hates his ass. Uh, this came from uh, Gilbert's show, but the way that Kenyon Martin goes after George Carl here, holy shit. First and foremost, fuck George Carl. Fuck him and the horse he rode in on. If we had a different coach, we win a championship. You didn't add no value to nobody, bro. Not one of us. As a coach, as a person, you didn't add value to shit that we did. You walk through the locker room and not speaking to people and think people supposed to kiss your ass and you ain't did shit as a coach. You're a horrible person, George. Live with that, dog. God don't like ugly, bro. And you ugly as shit on the inside. Wow, damn. <laughs> damn. Damn. Cut somebody down like that, dude. Holy Ooh. shit. Man. Wow. <laughs> I don't, I mean, hey. like you were at least in the league when he was coaching. Yeah, I, I've only had one running in with George. That's on the draft day. You know, how you go to Chicago and you meet with these coaches. And I, when I had a meeting with him, he asked me, why are you not playing in Chicago? I said, because I'm better than these motherfuckers. And he said, I don't need to play here. And he's like, you think so? I said, no, I don't think so. I know so. And he's like, okay, meeting over. And that's the only run-in I've ever had with George Carl. You know, because at the Chicago, at the Combines, you either some players play and some players don't, and I didn't play. And he's like, what makes you think you don't play? And I told him, I was like, okay. And he walked out. That was the end of the conversation. Well, all right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Do you, do you think the Nuggets should have won that title? George Key, they're, they're, they're kind of hanging I, there. A lot, I've heard a lot of guys hang that at the feet of George. You know, 
You know what? I thought they were going to be really good. I thought Carmelo had a good chance to be MVP, and then that team broke up. They broke it up, and you know we were one of the teams that beat them at that time. But I just felt like they was they was on the verge of becoming good. And then yeah. Kenyon went to I think what New Jersey or wherever. Or something. Yeah, I think happened. he went to remember. the Nets. Yeah, I think he went to the yeah. Nets. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they had a yeah. The Lakers prevented them from reaching it's all their about pinnacle. Timing. It's yeah. about timing, man. If you got a dominant team, a a, a team that's we call a you know a, a franchise that's that's going to be like you know a dynasty, and you run across a dynasty at the wrong time, you just screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, you got you got to make the most of the opportunities you got while you mm-hmm. got them because in the NBA, especially, they're short lived. Yeah, exactly. yeah I, I'm a firm believer that look, obviously this has nothing to do with Melo, but Melo obviously was the face of the Nuggets. I I'm I'm a firm believer that Melo hurt himself from winning a title when he decided to go to New York over a place like Chicago. Yeah, you have to hear that whole story. He, 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 I forget who podcast, but you need to listen to him. And he talks about leaving Denver and then going all the places. He said it wasn't his fault. He said when they started breaking up the team, he's like, well, shit, I got to take care of myself, you know, and, so it's it's you should listen to that his 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 story about everything that happened with that situation. Okay. Now I did hear that that uh, if it's the same podcast, so you talked about how the a deal to the Lakers was done at one point in time. He said they were Melo was going to the Lakers, and I think it was for like Lamar Odom, yeah, and and Powell was going somewhere, but he said that that deal was literally done. And that was nixed. Like that was so you know, Kobe got two rugs pulled from under him with Chris Paul and, and then again with Melo. Yeah. Mello, yeah. All right, last thing to shoot around this week, a question from Jerry. Please tell me you guys have seen the new major league baseball uniforms. I've been hearing about the one that I see through. The pants are see through. Oh, I know that. You can see the players' boxers. You could see their jerseys tucked in under their belt line through their pants. No, I ain't know that. I'm gonna send you a couple of pictures from. They are see through. I don't see that? I no, 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 no. That. Like, but I mean, like, you can just you can't see that. I mean, you now here's the thing. You know, there's gonna be some some players. They're just gonna be like, well, if you could see it, <laughs> well, let it ride. No jock in this game, kids. Let's go. Let that birdie swing free. Uh, it, it, it's gonna happen. But uh, Rob, were there any? Uh, his question were were there any crazy regulations about what you could or could not do under your uniforms in the NBA? I was so mad at one point I had I had back issues and I like to keep my back warm and the NBA I had a you know it's not like today where you can see the sleeves people can wear I had a tank top and I had a perfect tank top that fit right under my uniform you couldn't see it moved in a game and they saw it and they was like you cannot wear that tank top under your jersey because it's not regulated it's not a, a, it's official NBA gear I'm like you can't even see it we saw it at one point in the game, like, are you serious right now? And then we had the rule where you could only have, like, I think no more than three colors in your shoes. It used to be really, really strict when David Stern, like in the beginning of the year. And I had this one time where a Discover card came to me during the playoffs. They said, hey, if you put Discover on your body during the playoffs, we'll pay you $50,000. The NBA somehow found out about it. said, if you put it on your body, we're going to find you $100,000. <laughs> so oh, I'm like, shit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hell no. 
so it was a lot of things that you know with the uniforms and, they used to crack down on you hard yeah yeah they used to crack down hard on us about it all right well at least you couldn't see through your pants because that would have made that would have made your era of the nba a lot more interesting exactly <laughs> <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.